This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. That's right. Thank you so much for listening to the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. I am your host, John Solberg. And today's episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought-after 100% Australian non-crossbred Wyvara 9-plus briskets. And as always, they are hand-picked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they're shipping out competition-quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use The Butcher Shop win, and they win often. So you're not a competitor, but you still have an eye for the finer cuts. Great news for you. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged, Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of their cul-de-sacs. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, it's always hand-picked just for you. Now you might be saying, John, all this sounds great, but what about some exotic stuff? Well, rest easy knowing the Butcher Shop can get you your next elk steak or camel roast. They're going to ship it out promptly. Yes, they can ship you camel. So let's review. The best competition briskets? Check. The best pork selection? Check. Giving you a better overall option to cook at home? Check. So give the Butcher Shop a call today. What are you waiting for? 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Mention the Barbecue Central Show for 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also interact with them on their Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash the Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara briskets. And here's what's going on in today's show from June 2016. Greg is going to catch up with sausage maker god, Tim McKiska. All right, my first guest in the second hour has to be considered one of, if not the top sausage makers in all the land. Look at the review posts around the internet, see the clients serving his products in their restaurants. You've seen him on a number of TV shows. In fact, his sausage products has made it all the way up here to the west side of Cleveland, Ohio, the NBA capital of the world. Let's head over to the hotline and welcome first-timer to the show, Tim McKeska, joining me. Tim, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Great. Tim, uh, I appreciate you making time for the show tonight. And uh, let me get my video thing all squared away here. Uh, sausage, of course, now stuff of legend. That's not you. That's a girl. Let me uh, get you off. Here we go. Um, the sausage stuff of less. So not just in Texas, but it's exploding across the country. However, one does not hold the nameplate, the first family of barbecue by doing this barbecue thing and sausage thing for like a short period of time. This is something that stretches way back into the McKeska lineage, correct? Way back, yes. Uh, very fortunate. Uh, my uh, grandfather, my great grandfather, come came from this country from uh, Moravia, or which now Czech Republic, and they were butchers, and uh, they they had these skills of being butchers. And my father uh, and his brothers picked up on that, and that was their skill set. Thank goodness. And then in the uh, 1940s, my father got in the catering business and uh, followed up with restaurants and barbecues and. Uh, we had restaurants, 24-hour restaurants, country clubs, and barbecues in one of the largest catering operations in Texas. And this all started back in the 1940s? 
Yeah, 19. Dad returned from World War II in, uh, in 45, and my mother's family uh, managed a country club right, right across the street over here from my home. And uh, they, uh, my, my dad would walk across this hill here going to, to school, and my mother was working over here at the club, and she saw this young, handsome young man, and, and they met and uh, under this tree over here, and they built their home, which I'm in right now, wow. uh, all those years ago. But yes, they... My mother's family had a, a catering business that was country club based. And then my father came back from World War II and took that over. So is the barbecue thing just that's what was happening down there? Did he have a, a passion for the barbecue and just wanted to bring it to people? How does that portion of the business get started? Well, it was a, he was a butcher by trade uh, in 1936 when he was just in high school. He managed a, uh, a grocery store, a butcher, uh, the meat market in a local grocery store here in Taylor, Spiegel Grocery. And uh when he went to war uh, in World War II, all of his brothers had gone into combat in World War II. My grandmother sent four sons to World War II and then two sons later to Korea. Uh, she was a six-star mother. Uh, but when dad went, you know, dad was very fortunate to have a, to be a butcher before World War II and that because of that, he became a meat and dairy inspector. My other uncles, they didn't really realize that, you know, they could have said something and they could have got stayed out of combat. But my dad was able to stay out of combat by saying he was a, a butcher, which he was, and he became a meat and dairy inspector during World War II. And he likes to say, I fought, I fought the, the war on germs. I kept all the germs out of California, there, there where he was stationed. Uh, and then when he returned, uh, my grandparents had this country club. And uh, it was a very successful country club. And they it was one of the most successful country clubs in, in Central Texas at that time. And I'm just right outside the Austin area here. Taylor is about 20 miles outside of Austin. So when he got back, he took over the catering into that and the steaks. He became a very well-known cook. And uh, about 1951, he bought out a local barbecue place in Taylor, downtown Taylor. And my dad had four barbecue joints in downtown Taylor, one in Temple, which is about 40 miles north. And he also had a 24-hour restaurant in nearby Georgetown. And he had this catering and country club. That's how I was born into this family. That's what they were doing when I was born. You know, it's rare to be around in any business nowadays for 20 or, or 30 years, let alone the time your family has seen in this. What do you think have kind of really been those pillars of success, not only starting out, but keeping it going and more importantly, growing over the years? Well, my father was a people person. He loved people and he loved to be around people. And, uh, you know, he used to tell me, he says, you know, we're really not in the business to make money. We're not in the business to be famous and, and have a fortune. We're in the business of making smiles. And he says, if we can make people smile with our food, all that other stuff will, will come right upon itself as, as we progress. And, and I noticed from when I was very little how much he loved people. And I don't think you, you can be in the restaurant business and have a, a, one of the largest catering operations in Texas and to do all these things and not love people. And I think that was his key. And his brothers followed suit. Uh, and, you know, we were called the first family of Texas barbecue by Texas Monthly Magazine in 1986. Because at that time, my father, along with his brothers uh, in Temple, Uncle Clem, and then Uncle Maurice in El Campo, Uncle Jerry in uh, Columbus, Texas, and then Uncle Louie in Temple, Texas, and then Uncle Mike in Smithfield, Texas, and us in Taylor, Texas, we were all in the business long before barbecue was cool. Was barbecue not cool at some point? I don't recall that. <laughs> it's cool now. It is. It is hipster cool. This is 
the epiphany of this hipster cool movement's been going on now for about, I'd say we're about six years into it. Tim McKeska joining me from McKeska Brands, the website McKeskaBrands.com if you want to check it out here and see what we're talking about. Uh, so by trade, I mean, everybody knows McKeska Sausage and, and all the other products that you have, but by trade, you're also a butcher. So how do you, you, know, how do you find the evolution of, of being a butcher? Is it something that you see, and maybe it's different in Texas than in other parts of the country, but from what I hear hosting this show weekend in, or week in, week out over the last eight years, I hear a lot of people say, man, it's really hard to find a good butcher shop. Now, here in Cleveland, there's still like a lot of ethnic pockets, and there's some really good you know, family-owned butcher shops. But at least from what I'm hearing, that might be something that, that's kind of going to the wayside. You know, How are you seeing butcher shops across the country, and I guess specifically in the Texas area? It's coming back. Uh, whole animal, whole carcass butchery, and custom meat markets are coming back. But you're correct. From the height of the market in the 60s and 70s to beginning about the mid-80s with the, you know, this boxed beef that everybody had. And you weren't butchers anymore. You were meat cutters. And you had 12 hours of training to be a meat cutter instead of having uh, years and years as a butcher. Many meat cutters didn't know how to, how to, how to process a, a live animal and safely process it. So now that did go away. But now it's starting to come back. We're starting to see more and more custom butcher shops and we're starting to see people who are smart purchasers, buyers like yourself that know good meat, and they don't want to go to a, a big box store and buy something that's come out of a box. They want to see something that comes off a carcass. And so this is coming back, Greg. And something interesting, uh, if you take a look at the history, and if you've read anything on the Texas Monthly blog about you know how a lot of these businesses came about, you will see that a lot of them came from butcher shops. Butcher shops uh, in the 30s and 40s and 50s, because of the fact they didn't have very good refrigeration, these butcher shops, and even my dad did that in 1936 and 1937, they would cut meat all week long, Monday through Friday, and then what they didn't, they couldn't hold any longer, they had two options. One, make sausage. Thank you. Two, <laughs> two uh, they had to cook it. And so a lot of these butcher shops, my dad being one of them, went from a butcher shop to a barbecue. And you can look down in Lockhart, Texas. You can look in, you know, all the way, all over Texas that have Czech, German uh, butchers. A lot of that barbecue evolved from that. Tim, talk to me about sausage, and, and we'll get specifically in the McKeska brand here in a second, but talk to me about how sausage fits into the Mecca or the 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 region that is Texas barbecue. Obviously, brisket is there too, but... I think a lot of people associate Texas barbecue, brisket, and right next to it, sausage. Want to learn how sausage fits into the Mecca of Texas barbecue? Yes, you do. Head on over to thebbqcentralshow.com. Link in today's show notes will take you to this complete episode. It is a fantastic, complete interview. Could be one of my nominees for a Barbecue Central Show guest hall of fame right here. Don't know, don't want to reveal anything too soon. Go on over there and check that out. While you're on the internet, pop over to Facebook, check out The Butcher Shop, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Make sure that you mention The Barbecue Central Show when you place an order, and you're going to save 10% each and every time. Thank you so much for listening today, and until next time on the best moments of The Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I'm looking forward to talking to you again soon.